Today, I'm sharing with you why I'm creating this first season. If you're a reluctant marketer, what you can expect, and how marketing, as it's popularly defined, is affecting you and what's possible for you. I want to share with you how not marketing is about redefining marketing for yourself so it can feel different and be different and have a different effect on you and the people who will benefit from connecting with you. I want to introduce not marketing as a different approach. Hey, I'm Amanda Jane, and this is Not Marketing, where we help reluctant marketers connect and share their business in ways that are natural, inspiring, safe, and sustainable. Together, we're busting marketing myths and shifting the dialogue, and helping you be a truth teller, share your work with the world, and attract clients you love. Let's rock. Welcome. I am both nervous and excited to be sharing this with you. I want to take a little bit of time with this episode to tell you about what this podcast and this season is about and where it came from and a little bit about me. I'm going to start with the truth. I've lost track of how many times I've rewritten this episode or how many days recording the podcast was on the calendar and pushed to the next day. I want you to know that I've had templates and outlines and how much I'd like to stick to the script and do it the right way and instead how I'm making my own way right now. So you can expect this to be messy and dirty, a little bit disorganized, and maybe we'll wander and explore because I promised myself, Amanda, this is a place that you can be you without having to pretend you're something you're not. And I intend to honor that. So to that end, you're going to get some brilliance and some intentionality and some clarity along with and right beside some feral wildness, permission giving, and humanity, all wrapped around a center of love, honesty, depth, nuance, and care. And I'm going to talk about redefining marketing for reluctant marketers. I'm talking about the introvert, the intuitive, the empathic, the highly sensitive, the soulful solopreneur who is great at what they do, great at being a practitioner. They're amazing coaches and healers. They help create real change in the people that they work with. And they don't like the word marketing. When it comes to marketing, they easily find a way to procrastinate, avoid, get overwhelmed, or sink into self-doubt, or struggle to find the right words to describe what they do. And it ends up holding them and their business back. So if that's you, Welcome. You are not alone. I adore you and the work you're here to do. And if it's somebody you know, make sure you share this with our fellow not marketers. Because there's nothing quite like having camaraderie and community to motivate and inspire new possibilities and even foster doing something new. There are a lot of good reasons why you might be reluctant to market like not having enough time, not wanting to waste your time on things that don't work, feeling like you need to know more, or feeling worried about how you're going to keep up with the demands of marketing without getting overwhelmed or burned out. 
And I know that there is a ton of how-to advice about time management and writing engaging content and building a lead magnet funnel and ways to repurpose content. There's no end to the technical how-to. And these skills are helpful. And what I've discovered is that they're also insufficient. You've maybe also discovered after following successful marketers and taking a few courses that even with a level of quality information, that when it comes time to actually putting something out into the world, you stagnate. You start questioning whether it feels right or spiral into overthinking or perfectionism. And at this point, it's not a problem of having a lack of technical or how-to skills. You have access to the information. The general sentiment that I have found is that you should just be able to do it. Or the common refrain that I find, feel the fear and do it anyway. And this feeling that you're somehow the problem might be compounded when you look around and it seems like nobody else is being bothered or hesitant in their marketing. So if you're anything like me, you've probably wondered, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just do it? Or why can't I just get over myself? And few people seem to have the interest or the patience or the experience or want to dig into this particular issue. And I'm here to explore the deeper levels of what's preventing solopreneurs like us from sharing our message and our work with those who can benefit without becoming someone that we're not. So who am I to be doing this with you? Well, just like that hair club for men guy, you know, from the commercial back in the 80s, I'm not just the president, I'm also a client. I consider myself the original reluctant marketer. The reason why I can speak so clearly to this experience is because I know it inside and out. I have used every trick in the book to be not marketing. I spent the first nearly four years of being a coach and a solopreneur hiding and trying to get it all figured out so that I wouldn't have to worry about doing something wrong or saying something wrong or being, yep, you got it, wrong. It was a problem that kept my business as a hobby for years because I was waiting and tiptoeing and doing a lot of research and information collecting and wondering if it was the right time or if I had the right tool or if I had learned enough. Making decision after decision about things that really did not matter. Spirals of self-doubt and perfectionism and I figured that if I could just learn enough then I'd know what's acceptable and I could finally be able to step out with confidence in my message. Now, that is not to say that I have not done anything. I've tried so many things, but nothing that I could sustain for any amount of time. I've taken course after course, program after program, looking for the secret that they've all promised hoping it would help me. And as the failures stacked up, I started to wonder what is wrong with me and what am I missing that everyone else knows? I couldn't understand what was wrong with my plans or my business or with me and I, why I just couldn't do the thing that everyone seemed to say was so simple when marketing actually felt 
as impossible as moving mountains. And no one seemed to be struggling like I was. And no one had any answers or support. It was extremely isolating. So what changed for me? I know I'm supposed to have like a grand like line in the sand moment for you. And maybe that will come as I get a bit more space and time. But for now, I think it's actually a lot of small things. I got inspired by the idea of courage and started to deeply explore it as a way forward and uncover what was really at the root of what was holding me back. I also gained a new relationship with risk when my son got really sick and nothing was helping. He's, he's fine now, by the way. But that helped me understand how much kind of low-level risk I was constantly feeling when it came to my business and my marketing. And I recognized both how little control I have and how much impact my actions make. I know that seems like a dichotomy, and it's not. Maybe a topic for future episodes. I thought this might be a good place to put in my shameless plug because I want you to know that I offer accountability and implementation support. If you're ready to create a new relationship with marketing, build your courage and feel inspired to show up, share your work and attract clients you love, go to notmarketing.ca to find out more. That's notmarketing.ca to find out what I have for you this season. All right, back to the episode. But I decided rather than digging in my heels or trying to overcome my procrastination, which I've decided is a myth and a fallacy and something that keeps us striving and not measuring up, I started to see the patterns that I was following, the one where I was fighting myself, making myself wrong all the time, badgering and hounding myself to do more, to do better, to be more, to be better, and not in like, a healthy whole kind of way like hey maybe I could do this a little no more like ugh, why are you so shit at this and I look back and see that what women were coming and asking me back then for too they were saying how can I do more I want to be able to see progress I want to feel productive I don't always want to feel like a failure So I started to get curious about these patterns and try something radically different. Assume that I was okay and that how I was responding was natural and right and helpful. What if my defensive stance was a normal reaction to a business environment that was threatening and risky and dangerous? In that scenario, Maybe I wasn't the complete failure, but that I wasn't willing to participate in the toxic business and marketing culture that I found all around me. In that scenario, maybe there wasn't something wrong with me, but there was something wrong with the marketing landscape. So I've been in the process of curiously exploring this new way and what, if anything, could change for me if I decided to believe in this alternative. And it turns out, actually, it's quite a bit. The primary one is that it has unlocked a new level of self-acceptance, which is actually quite lovely. 
And this comes from a person who actually had a really healthy sense of how great she was (laughs) before. So yeah, what I'm noticing is that when I'm able to validate and accept myself, I no longer seeking that through my marketing. I'm no longer showing up in front of my audience like they're holding a glass of water and I've been walking in the desert for three days. I come to my marketing holding my own glass of water. Related to that is that I can, with honesty and compassion, look at my failures and foibles and be actually kind of awed by the beauty of my own humanity. The reactions from people that used to shut me down feel much less personal and the shame that I've held doesn't hit so deep or feel so fatal. I can process and recover within a couple of hours what used to take me several months. I've begrudgingly came to realize that I'll never be perfect and Actually, that's taken a load of pressure off. I'm learning that gentle and organic progress and a human pace and scale is a lovely way of journeying up this business mountain. And I can celebrate that I've arrived here at this point. And isn't that amazing? I can honor the hard-won wisdom that I've earned through my experience of dragging myself through the mud and I want to offer it as a beacon to you. Because the other thing that I found is that avoiding marketing a business that is aligned with your purpose and your mission that you're connected to with your heart, not being able to express the work that you're here to do in the world is soul crushing. It eats away at you. Avoiding and procrastinating and doubting the truth that's in your heart is exhausting. And yet when you know that mainstream marketing is out of your integrity and counter to your values, and it asks you more than it gives, you also know that doing that is going to burn you out. So instead, let's do not marketing. Let's create our own way forward, our own communication patterns that are built on honesty and transparency, that put meaningful, respectful, and consensual relationships at the center. Not marketing is about sharing and connecting, where we don't have to obsess over every last morsel of content, and instead we can lean into how we feel and the energy and the intention that we bring to what we say, write, or share. Not marketing is about truth-telling, and it will be healing for the people that you're here to serve. And the process of getting there and being able to stand behind yourself and your perspective and why you do what you do and uncovering and allowing yourself to share and connect in the ways that you naturally do, showing up whole and sovereign, not as something you're supposed to be, but bearing your scars and your softness and the realness of you and knowing deeply that that's enough and that's healing for you too. Here's what I want to leave you with today. Please know that delivering this podcast to you is not easy for me. 
This is a feat of courage for me to sit down in front of my microphone and tell my tale with my voice in this way. It is not easy and nor is it terrifying anymore. And that has taken deliberate actions to get me here. So know that it is possible for you to build the courage and the support to take on your next business or marketing adventure. And I want to be here beside you. In the next episode, we'll be exploring a new way to use procrastinating on your marketing for your benefit. I hope you'll join me for that. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like the show, I invite you to head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe and leave a rating and a review. This lets them know that great listeners like you like the show and it helps get the message out to more listeners. Your review really does make a difference. Thanks again for joining me, Amanda Jane, for Not Marketing. Until next time, stay courageous.